What a blessing it is to be back in the Lord's house. We appreciate God letting us come to worship. We also appreciate it being Mother's Day. And thank God for godly mothers. I'd like to read some scripture from the 31st chapter of Proverbs about a virtuous woman and what a great mother she is. And uh, again, this is uh, Proverbs chapter 31. I'll just read a few of these verses. There's quite a few here, but uh, I want to read verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? Down to verse 26. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. And so this uh, scripture, as many scriptures in the Bible, has, has two focuses. It's talking about the church, but it's also talking about a virtuous woman and a good mother. Thank the Lord for those. Let's all stand for a moment of prayer. As we pray, precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for allowing us to be here today. We thank you for this Mother's Day. God, we thank you for our natural mother, and God, we especially thank you for the mother church. God, we're glad that we've been born again and glad that we know our mother and our father. Father, we praise you today, and we ask you to bless us and help us to worship you today, God. We pray that you'd give us a sweet Holy Spirit that would speak to people's hearts. God, we ask you these things, and we praise you in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We turn over to the choir and Brother Taylor.
43 in the binder. Page 43. good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. No place I'd rather be. And, uh, I thought as a choir sang this morning, I, I thought of something I believe as Arnold Petrie used to say. Uh, he said, down here we get together and we have homecomings. And he said, one of these days we're going to have a home going. And uh, I thank God for that this morning and I thank God for any visitors we might have. I, I'm, I'm burdened this morning. I uh, have been since Sunday school and we had a good Sunday school lesson. At the end of it we got down and we prayed for this service. Uh, and if you're hearing lost, I, I was praying for you. I want you to know that. I still am. Uh, let's get together and follow the Lord this morning. Uh, at this time, we'll ask everybody seated to stand. At this time, I wonder if anybody would have an, an unspoken prayer request. Well, let's surely remember those. Any with a, a spoken prayer request this morning.
thoughts this morning? this morning well if not there's a lot to pray for pray right out of your hearts for this service I, I mean it and uh, uh, if you're hearing loss we're praying for you so Carl we listen prayer this time if anybody have a song or testimony in their heart. Come to all this morning with a song or testimony. good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I appreciate everybody cheering. Got a lot of visitors this morning. Uh, what a blessing. Choir sung good and Cooper opened up good and appreciate what he said. I'm glad I'm here and I'm glad I'm saved. And uh, boy, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward and longing for and hoping for to see somebody get saved this morning. And uh, just uh, share some things with you. I think most of you know I shared with you. I had to get some dental work. I had to get a tooth pulled. Uh, went down to get uh, Richard Barnett to do that and stayed down in Kentucky a few days and went to Harmony uh, Wednesday night and uh, boy we got uh, got to see some good things happen over there Ron and Debbie Jordan had a grandson got saved Brody and uh, then the pastor down there Wesley Markle his daughter got saved on Wednesday night and uh, what a blessing wherever it's at when I prayed this morning even more than usual. I pray for a lot of our sister churches, but this morning when I bowed in the altar here, one after the other, uh, our sister churches uh, come on my heart, and I ask God to help them, bless them, uh, help them to have a Holy Ghost meeting and reach the lost. And uh, we're all in this together. And uh, wherever somebody gets saved, it blesses me to hear about it. And I praise God that God is still as able to save today as he's ever been. Uh, Brother Carl, taught in Sunday school and told something about his experience when, uh, when he got saved, uh, just a teenager, 
Well, I was, I was just 12 years old when I got saved. And, uh, but God's still saving. And uh, when God reaches people's hearts and uh, talks to them and invites them to come in, uh, they get the same thing I got when I was 12 years old. And uh, so uh, what a blessing to be here this morning. And I want you to pray very earnestly. Uh, just uh, pray that God will just help me to get myself out of the way. And uh, that's my biggest obstacle is getting myself out of the way. Now, I'd like to look in the scripture uh, to 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5. That's where I want to read from. And I also want to read from uh, Romans chapter 5. So uh, first it will be in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and then in Romans chapter 5. So you pray very earnestly. And uh, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I want to start reading at verse 17. And uh, uh, there's a word here that I want you to notice. Uh, it's reconciled. And it's in both these scriptures. And uh, I'll mention more about that later. But take note of the word reconciled. And uh, if I uh, could use a text this morning, God permit it, uh, I'd like to use this text. Let's get together with God. And I want you to think about that. So starting here in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore... If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And listen to this carefully. Verse 18. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And listen to this last phrase. And hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit... That God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. And then I want to read over in uh, uh, Romans, as I said, uh, chapter 5, and uh, starting at verse uh, 10. So again, Romans chapter 5 and verse 10. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God... By the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. And so I want you to pray real earnestly. And uh, just to define a word, uh, if you were reconciled with somebody, it means you got back together with them. Uh, to put this in perspective, uh, I was a sinner one time. I was separated from God. Uh, sin is what separates us from God. Back in the beginning when uh, Adam sinned and Eve sinned in the garden, sin came into the world and uh, through that sin entered into the world, uh, the whole family of mankind was separated from God. Uh, but praise God, there was another one that came one time, uh, Brother Russ. Uh, his name was Jesus Christ. And through what he did, uh, through his death, burial, and resurrection, the shedding of his blood, uh, we were brought back together through his blood uh, to God. Now, you've got to trust that in order for that uh, to be in your life, but it's available for you. And so, uh, boy, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. I'm telling you what, uh, I'm new today. Uh, someone might say, you don't look very new. Uh, I've been on the road a long time. Uh, probably don't. Uh, look new on the outside. Uh, when I look in the mirror, it doesn't look very new. Uh, but when I feel heaven uh, moving my soul, uh, it's still brand new, Sean. Uh, it's just as new as it was uh, when I uh, got it and I felt it that first time when I was 12 years old. It's just as new. Well, you say, preacher, uh, you got it when you was 12 and now you're 74. Uh, that's a long time. How can it still be new? It's made new every day. It never gets old. It never tarnishes. It's uh, just as powerful in the Lord as it's ever been. And so when the Bible said here, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Boy, I'm telling you what, uh, and I, I shared this just recently with some folks. When I was just a little boy, and I, I came to the altar in the little block building on uh, Albert Street, and I can still remember those big old brown tiles uh, that were in the floor. And I can remember getting on my knees out there at that altar. I can remember looking down at those old brown tiles. I had on a pair of faded blue jeans, the best I can remember. Had on a pullover T-shirt, the best I can remember. Uh, uh, my eyes were blue. Back then, my hair was kind of light brown. 
Uh, when I went to the altar, if you'd have took my picture on the way to the altar, and you'd have took my picture when I got up from the altar, and you know, a lot of before and after pictures, uh, you wouldn't have been able to tell any difference in it. But if you could have seen what was on the inside, uh, boy, I'm telling you what, uh, you'd have had a good before and after picture then. Uh, because I was made new. I got in Christ Jesus. Uh, I was reconciled to God. And I'm telling you what, uh, let's get together with God today. Uh, uh, it's the best uh, get together I've ever had in my life. Uh, I got together with God when I was 12 years old and I've never been separated from him since. And it says down here, that old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new and all things are of God who hath reconciled. He's got us together. He's reconciled uh, to himself by Jesus Christ and listen to this and has given us uh, the ministry of reconciliation. Uh, what's that talking about, preacher? Well, I want you to know uh, the word ministry uh, means uh, to be a help to somebody. If you minister to somebody, you help them. And I know it's commonplace in the world we live in uh, to talk about a preacher being a minister. Well, preacher ought to be a minister. He ought to be trying to help somebody. Uh, but that's not the whole extent of the word. Everybody that's been saved by the grace of God has a part of the ministry. You have your own ministry, the ministry of reconciliation. What are you talking about, preacher? Uh, listen, it's God who does the reconciling. Uh, it's God who does the getting together. But I'm going to preach today that it's the church uh, that God uses uh, to reach out to people. When, let me put it this way. When I was a lost boy coming to church and Carl told some of his experience, it lines up good with mine. When I was a lost boy, I wasn't worried about anything. Uh, I was just going along kind of happy-go-lucky. Uh, but uh, one Saturday night, uh, the old preacher preached and God spoke to me. Uh, I felt God speaking to me. It shocked me. Uh, I, I didn't think there was uh, that much bad about me, but God told me through the gospel I was a sinner. You've heard me tell this probably a hundred times on the way home from church. Uh, I asked Mommy, Mommy, do you think the preacher was talking to me tonight? Uh, uh, mommy uh, was quiet for a while. She probably cried a little. Uh, I can imagine her tears running down. Uh, she turned around finally and said, Honey, uh, it's not so important what I think about it. Do you think the preacher was talking to you tonight? Well, listen, the preacher might have or might not have known he was talking to me. Uh, he could have known it, but maybe he didn't. Uh, but either way, he didn't pick it out to talk to me. It's God that sent the gospel to me. But listen, I want you to know there was a church there. It wasn't just the old preacher. Uh, it was uh, the old saints of God, I'll call them. Uh, well, what do you mean? I mean people who are serving the Lord like we've got around here today. We've got people here today serving God just like uh, the little block building did on Albert Street. The faces have changed uh, for the most part. But uh, the church is still the same. Uh, it's still God. Uh, and we, he give us uh, a ministry of reconciliation. Uh, let me ask you this today. Uh, Preacher, what are you talking about? I want to make it uh, more clear. I want to be a little bit more plain. Uh, Jesus, I said, ye are the light of the world, a city that's set on a hill, a light that cannot be hid. We need to be doing something. And I want to take my time and explain a little bit. It's good to come to church. Boy, I appreciate everybody coming to church. But I'm going to tell you what, now, living for the Lord's more than coming to church. Uh, we need to come to church, but we need to be doing something. If we have a ministry of, uh, uh, if we have a ministry of reconciliation, uh, what are we doing? Uh, are you talking to anybody about Jesus? Uh, are you uh, telling anybody about Jesus? Do you have a testimony? Now, first of all, come to church. That's real important. Uh, I remember when Elbert Smith, a long time ago, he said, if you want to have power with God, he said, first of all, get saved. He said, then come to church. He said, then read your Bible. And he said, pray. And he said, uh, live for the Lord. Uh, let God direct your life. Uh, that's part of uh, the ministry of reconciliation. Now listen, I can remember some of those old folks that came to church when I was a little boy and I'd watch them and uh, sometimes they'd testify and tears be running down and sometimes maybe they'd shout a little bit. Uh, sometimes they'd sing a song. Sometimes uh, the old preacher would preach. Those folks were part of the ministry of reconciliation. Uh, I want you to know they helped me get together with God. Uh, Mom and Daddy uh, helped me get together with God. They couldn't save my soul. Let me use this uh, for an example. Uh, just here a uh, Sunday or so ago, uh, we had, uh, well, it was two Sundays. We had a, a young woman here, and she came to the altar and got saved. Uh, she was Elmer Harp's 
great-granddaughter. Elmer's been dead, I don't know, maybe 10 years, but she mentioned him, and he used to bring her to church, and he used to talk to her about Jesus when she was just a little girl. Now, even though Elmer's been dead a number of years, it still rung in her mind and heart that was part of Elmer's uh, ministry of reconciliation. He was living for the Lord and it was ministering uh, to his little great-granddaughter uh, when she was just a little thing. Uh, but it still rung there. She came to church Sunday before last. She come and got saved. Now, understand, uh, Elmer didn't save her, but he was part of that ministry. I, when I leave here, I want to leave something behind that ministers to people even after I'm gone. We need to be about the Father's business. And so uh, let me go back over in this other uh, scripture that I had marked here uh, over in the book of Romans. It lines up with it so well, but let me get this. For if when we were enemies, what do you mean? I've never been anybody's enemy. When we were lost, when we were in sin, we're the enemies of the cross of Christ. When, I, when we were yet enemies, we were reconciled to God. You imagine, now God loved me when I was a sinner. I want you to think about this. I know we say this a lot, but I want you to absorb it. And I want you to look at it and think about it way down deep this morning. Uh, can you imagine uh, somebody uh, that you were an enemy to giving their life to save yours? That's what this happened. When we were enemies, we were reconciled, brought together, uh, listen, to God by the death of his son, much more being made reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. He died for us and he rose for us and because he died, I rose again and he's alive, we can live too. I'm saved today. I'm saved. And I'm telling you what, I won't get into this, but uh, I'm gonna die a natural death, but the second death has no power over me. I, I don't have to worry about it. When I die, I, I'm going to heaven. And listen, and said, and not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we now have received the atonement. If you atone for something, uh, you make everything right. Uh, if something, uh, well, for instance, uh, this is a, maybe a silly example, uh, but uh, if you had a little fender bender with somebody's car and you could fix it back like it was brand new or get it fixed back it was uh, brand new, that would be kind of atoning uh, for the accident that you had, for the damage that you caused. Well, listen, uh, sin uh, caused damage in my life. I couldn't fix it. There's no insurance company could take care of it. Uh, but there was a man called Jesus come from heaven. Uh, uh, he came, he died, and he rose again, and he lived. And he has the power through his shed blood that he atoned for me. And when I trusted him, it made my soul right in every way. Now, uh, you know what uh, the first uh, word about atonement is in the dictionary? It's reconciliation. And so what Jesus Christ, what he did through his shed blood in atoning for the lost people, it reconciles us to God. It brings us back together. And so listen to me today. If you're lost, you need to be brought back together with God. If you don't get brought together with God, you'll die and go to hell. Uh, I, I had a man tell me one time many years ago, uh, maybe when I first started pastoring here, maybe before, but it was a long time ago. He came, he acted like he was trying to be my friend, and I guess he meant it that way. He said, uh, young preacher, so you can tell it was a long time ago, he called me young preacher. He said, now, I appreciate what you said, but I can give you some advice. He said, you're gonna cause yourself a lot of problems uh, preaching as hard about hell as you do. He said, uh, people don't wanna hear that. He said, you won't have anybody come and listen to you. He said, you need to kind of wipe that out. Uh, just uh, tell about the good part. Tell about the joy. He said, if I was you, he said, I wouldn't mention hell anymore. And I prayed and I said, sir, I'm sorry for you that you feel that way, but that's part of the message that God's given me. That's part of what's in the Bible. I said, the Bible all through it warns people not to die and go to hell. If I leave that part off, I've left God out. Heaven is just as important to preach about and hell is just as important to preach about one as the other. It doesn't matter. That's part of the story. And I wanna tell you this, when I go back to my own experience, when I walked down the aisle with my heart pounding and my hands sweating and I, I was I feeling so bad and so condemned and come to the altar, I wasn't thinking about the walls of Jasper and the street of gold. I, I like to think about them, but uh, Cooper, I wasn't thinking about them that night. I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking about all the beauties of heaven, but I could picture in my mind uh, the fires of hell. Well, praise God, when I come to that altar, and I got reconciled to God. I got my atonement from Jesus Christ. 
I praise God. Then I could think about heaven. I didn't have to worry about hell anymore. If you're here today, I want you to think about something with me. Got maybe one more scripture that I want to share with you. I want you to think about this. Listen, this is over in the book of Ephesians. I didn't know I need to read it, but it goes right along with what I've been reading. It's chapter 2, verse 12. It says that at that time, we were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers. Uh, boy, I used to be a stranger from the covenant of promise, having no hope. I don't, uh, listen, uh, I've talked to people before, and they say, I got a little hope I'm going to heaven. A little hope won't get the job done. Uh, uh, well, preacher, what are you talking about? I remember when I was just a, a little boy, uh, probably fifth grade, sixth grade, we were getting ready to leave for Sunday school, and there was two men uh, stopped by the house, uh, and they wanted to talk to my dad. Uh, they wanted to share some scriptures with him, and uh, they began to talk to him, and they began to suggest that if we did enough work, uh, we could get to heaven. Boy, I was just a little fellow, but I can still remember the look on my dad's face. Uh, he was kind to those fellows. He spoke to them gently. He said, uh, fellas, listen. He said, if you're trying uh, to get to heaven on your works, he said, you'll split hell wide open. Uh, they looked so shocked. He said, uh, salvation is not of works, uh, but it's of grace. He said, Jesus Christ came and died uh, to save the ungodly. And he said, listen, he said, if we could have worked our way to heaven, he said, Jesus wouldn't have come and died. We'd, he'd, God had just said, work real hard, and you got her made. Uh, and those men, they, one of them looked at my dad, and he kind of got alarmed. He said, you mean all we're doing out here is useless? And dad said, if that's what you're trying to do to get to heaven, uh, he said, you might as well uh, go home and rest because uh, what you're doing isn't worth a hill of beans. Uh, boy, I'm telling you, uh, they left, uh, but what he told them, God blessed him to speak with power. What he told them, uh, he shook them uh, to the bone. And I'm going to tell you today, uh, people need to be shook up. Uh, hell is real. And if you die in your sins, you'll go to hell. Now, let me sum this up and get you a song ready. When we talk about the ministry of reconciliation, uh, if you're here today and you've been saved, are you living in such a way and are you doing what you need to be doing uh, to try to help somebody uh, get saved and go to heaven? Uh, let me tell you this. Uh, I need to say this. This come on my heart real strong. You know, a lot of times I talk to people and they say, I've got good intentions when I get this problem worked out. When I get that problem worked out, when I get this situation solved, I'm going to get in and serve God. I, I'm going to tell you something. If you wait till you get all that took care of before you get in and serve God, you'll spend your life and die not serving God uh, because uh, it takes God uh, to work out your problem. Uh, the reason people don't serve God uh, uh, is because they choose not to. When the Bible said, choose ye this day whom ye will serve, uh, if you had to work out a bunch of things uh, before you made the choice, God would have wrote it different. He just said, he said, get all these things worked out and get everything fixed. And when you get ready, come back and talk to me. Uh, but he didn't say that. He said, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Are you going to be part of the solution or are you going to be part of the problem? Uh, let's stand and sing today. Somebody needs to come to Jesus while we sing. Obey the Lord. Boy, I'm telling you, somebody needs to come to Jesus. And listen. If you've been wrestling with some things, I'm not belittling you. If you've been wrestling with some things, I've wrestled with things too. I've made bad choices too. I've put off making the right choice too. But I'm going to tell you what, it's time to quit doing that. It's time to get in. If you're here and you're saved and you've just been kind of dragging along, uh, it's time to get in and get on fire. Be part of the ministry of reconciliation. And if you're lost, it's time for you to get saved. While they're saying this morning, well, I appreciate them singing. Please obey the Lord. Please come while the master calls this morning. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Bless them, Lord. Help them. Oh, listen. Listen. Oh, yeah. Listen what this says. Praise God. Oh, but they yeah. Yeah, you can come and find out. Come and find out. What this blood has done for 
Will you come to Jesus this morning? Please come. It took a life oh, God loves you. Jesus died for you. Salvation's in reach. God loves you. He cares for you. Would you come and talk it over with Jesus this morning? Listen, you might be here and already saved. Maybe you just need to come pray and kind of get renewed up, get back part of the family of God that's really serving him. But if you're, if you're not saved, come let's pray about it. Let's talk about it. You don't have to make a speech. You don't have to tell anything about any of your sins. But talk to God about it. Come this morning. I believe that some folks could come this morning. If it's you, then come. We'd love to go to the altar with you this morning. If you're here and you're lost and you need to get saved, come and let's go together. If you're here and you don't know if you're saved or not, if you feel that longing to know, come and let's pray about it. Please obey the Lord. Come. Come right now. Come on. Come right now. Come right now. Well, I'm telling you what, I'm worried about some folks this morning. I want you to get saved so you don't have to worry about dying and going to hell. And if you're here and you're saved, why don't you get in so you can help somebody? Let me ask you a question today. People that you love, you want to help them. What's the best thing you can do to help somebody that you love? It's to help them come to Jesus. It's to do what you can do to help them come to Jesus. Would you come today? Come on, folks. Come on. Come on. Let God have his way. Come on. Let's get in this morning. Let's really get in this morning. Please obey the Lord. Come. Come on. I love that song. Great song. Great song. Yeah. Amen. Look what Jesus' blood did for me. Amen. Boy, I thank God for that song. Thank God for that song. Well, I appreciate that. I'd like to get our young people to come sing a song. Just come on my heart to ask them. I'd like to get our young people to sing. And, and listen, I'd like to ask you to do this. Please just take a little inventory. Just inside with God's help, just look at where you are and look at what you're doing. And, you know, there's some mighty fine people that I know that by their actions and their testimony needs to get saved. It doesn't mean I look down on you if you need to get saved. I'm telling you what, I was in a spot one time I need to get saved. And Carl said this, and we kind of smiled. He said when he was a lost boy, when he found out he was lost, uh, probably if you'd ask his mommy, she'd say he's a real good boy. And I'm sure that's right. Probably my mom would have said the same thing. But when, when the gospel reached me and I saw I was lost, mommy thinking I was a good boy wasn't going to get me to heaven. Mommy being a good woman wasn't going to get me to heaven. Daddy being a good man wasn't going to get me to heaven. Me coming to church wasn't going to get me to heaven. I had to be born. Jesus said this. He told Nicodemus, John 3, 3, Verily, verily, I say thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So listen today. If you're here and you're saved, you need to be living for the Lord so you can help somebody see that. And if you're lost, you need to come and get it this morning. Let's, uh, while they sing, boy, I appreciate our young people. It just blessed me seeing them up there. I'm looking forward to hearing them sing here a little bit. But I praise God today. God has what you need and what I need. But let's, let's trust him enough. Let's, let's come to him and let's trust him enough to say, God, I'm putting my trust in you. Will you come right now? Please come. Come right now while they sing. Bless them, Lord. I'm putting my trust in you, Lord. Would you come? Would you come today? Please come. Just step out and come if God's calling you. Lord, without me, Help us, Lord. You can make the sun to shine. Yeah. And Lord, without me, Help us, Lord. Anybody up here needs to pray. Come and pray. Obey the Lord. Yeah, come. Come on. make the blind to see. 
God loves you. Jesus died for you. The Lord's here. I can feel him. Obey the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Would you just come and pray today? Talk to God about it. After you pray, if you want to go back to your seat, you can. Up to you. You don't have to tell about your sins. We're not going to twist your arm to get you to join the church. We'll ask you if you want to, if you get saved. But it's up to you. No pressure from me. But if God's speaking to you, would you come this morning? Would you please come? Time gets by so fast. I'm telling you what, if we're going to do anything for God, we better hurry. I've talked to people on their deathbed. Preacher, I got saved a long time ago. And I always planned on getting in church and living for God. Now my life's gone. I've also talked to people that was lost. So I always plan on getting saved. Some of those people got saved right, right maybe in their dying out. But I've had a few I've talked to. I couldn't tell if they got saved. Didn't act like they did. And boy, my heart grieved for them. What I'm saying is, now's the day of salvation. That's what the Bible says. Now's acceptable time. If you're going to get saved, you need to come while God's calling. You can't move yesterday. It's gone. You can't move tomorrow. I didn't hear it, but we, we've got a right now, God. Please come. Don't die in burning hell. You can lead Get saved and rejoice Lord. in eternity Lord, in heaven. Let God's grace wrap its arms around you and feel the peace of God in your soul. Amen. Please come. Yeah, Lord. Come right now. If you feel a little bit like you ought to come, come. We'll pray about it. See how it works out. Please come. Please come. Amen. Good singing. Good job. Sing all you want to, whatever you feel like. I appreciate that song. Brother Terry, once we got up here, I noticed that you toured him back there. Yeah. And uh, I thought about the last time I seen him. His countenance was totally different. Yeah, man. He got saved. He's, he's enjoying Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Amen. Yeah. Hey, man. I thought about when I had to do that. Yeah. You've got to do that if you want to be prepared to see him. Hey, man. There's yeah. a place called hell, but that's where you'll go. Hey, hey man. Hell is split wide open for you. Right. They're getting bigger every day. Right. Well, we got to get on fire for God, just like you said. I hey, man. Being here. Back yeah, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I'm glad you shared that. That blessed my heart. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hey, you got another song? Bless him, Lord. Well, I appreciate that song. Good song. I need one more song. Well, I appreciate that song. I'm not trying to hold you too long. I know everybody's probably got Mother's Day meals to go to, and uh, I'm looking forward to that myself. But I'm, I'm just going to ask the piano to play softly right now with heads bowed and eyes closed. <clears throat> I'd like to ask you this. I'm not trying to trick you or put you on the spot. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to point you out and embarrass you. I wouldn't do that. <clears throat> but I want you to think with me. Let me talk to the lost people first. If you're here today and lost, and you like the prayers of God's people because you want to get saved, would you just raise your hand up a little bit? Well, I appreciate that hand. Praise God. Would it be another one? Just lift your hand up. Would it be another one? Just lift your hand up. I appreciate that hand. Would it be another one? 
anymore that's lost that'd like to get saved. Just raise your hand if you feel like that quickly. Let me change my question a little bit. I appreciate those that raised your hands that's lost. Let me, let me talk to you now that are saved. If you're here and you've been saved, but you're not where you need to be to God to be part of that ministry of reconciliation. You're just not where you can actually be a help to people like you'd like to be and like you should be and like you want to be. Would you raise your hand? Would you raise your hand up? Anybody? Just raise your I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? Would there be another one? Raise your hand. If I missed your hand, I apologize. Just saw one. Any more? Quickly, raise your hand. Saying, I, I just, I need to do something different than what I'm doing. I need to be in a different spot than I'm in. I need to get together with God. You know, that was the text. Let's get together with God today. You know how you get together with God? You obey. By faith, you obey God. Okay. Open, open your eyes, raise your heads. We're going we're gonna to ask for one more song, and I'm going to plead with you. If you're here and you feel the need to move, I'm going to plead with you that you come. We'd like to pray with you this morning. Why not? God's good. Everything you do for God's good, it's going to help you. God's not bad. He'll bless you. So come right now. Come on. Come on, folks. Somebody needs to come. Whatever your need is, We'll pray with you and be glad to. Would you just come? Just come. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Amen. Once was lost, but now I'm found. Please obey the master. <laughs> Are you together with God where you need to be this morning? If you're not, why not? It really is your choice. Would you come today, get together with God, be reconciled with him? You know, my soul's been reconciled ever since I got saved. But my life, there's been times my life's gone off on the wrong path and I've needed to come and renew up, be reconciled back to where I could serve Him in my life. Let's get together with God. Boy, somebody needs to move. Please come before this song's over. Come, let's get together with God this morning. Let God bless you and help you. God loves you. Your move. We're not here to shame you or embarrass you. We're here because we love you. God loves you. Let us be a help to you. Let's get together with God. Right now. I believe God's offering. I believe God's offering. Please obey the Lord. That's good. Good job. Thank you. Okay. Anything else on anybody's heart? Uh, while we're worshiping, we'll turn over in just a little bit to the for the announcements. But if you've got something to say on your heart, something to do, we're not trying to cut anybody off or rush anybody. Glad everybody's here. Got a nice crowd. Thankful for our visitors. Glad everybody's here. And those that hadn't been able to be here for a while and got to come back, glad to have you back. If not, be seated and we'll turn over for the last one.
Okay, before I forget this, Sister Brittany asked me before church to announce that in the back, as you're on your way out, that there are flowers for mothers to pick up. And those, was that the small children or the youth or who put those together? The Sunday school kids did that. And so all the mothers, when you're on your way out after you're, after you're dismissed, please uh, pick up one of those flowers. And we sure appreciate Sunday school children for doing that. Um, there will be a bridal shower for Taylor Goulet, Saturday, May the 22nd. And that's from noon until two in the fellowship hall. There's a sheet in the foyer to RSVP and Taylor is registered at Walmart, Target, and Amazon. Church camp sign up after church in the fellowship hall on May the 16th, May the 23rd, and May the 30th. So church camp is going and that is the weekend of July the 10th, 11th, 12th, 9, 10, and 11. July the 10th is included in there. So um, uh, talk to the youth leaders if you want to go or if you have youth that want to go. But sign-ups will be May 16th, May 23rd, and May 30th. So we're glad we're going to get to have church camp this year. June the 19th, there will be breakfast in the fellowship hall from 7.30 until 11.30. Uh, and it's just for a donation. All money will be used for church camp. Anyone wanting to work that breakfast, uh, contact Greg or Vivian. So. And there is a graduation party for Kristen Whitley, and that is May the 21st from 5 until 8, and that is 123 North Walnut Street in Herod. And there is a graduation party for Kennedy Jordan, Saturday, June the 5th, from 1 until 5, and that is at the Jordan's house at 211 Swiss Circle in Bluffton, Ohio. There is a graduation party for Emily Hendrickson, and that is June the 12th from noon until 5, and that's here at the fellowship, at the fellowship hall here at the church. And there's a graduation party for Luke Deer. Now, this is Callie's boyfriend, so everybody knows who that is. Uh, Sunday... And she told me, she said, tell everybody that's my boyfriend so everybody knows who that is because we want everybody to come. Right, Callie? Isn't that the way you said it? That's exactly the way you said it, right? Okay. I just wanted to make sure I got it right because I double-checked. I said, okay. Uh, now, we appreciate and Luke's been coming here quite a while with Callie, and we appreciate him. But uh, So he's graduating this year as well. Uh, Sunday, May the 30th, from 1 until 4, 6821 Amherst Road in Crytersville. Uh, but don't go to Crytersville looking for that. Just Google it and or get maps and it'll tell you how to get there. And so we appreciate all those graduates. We'll continue to announce those. Do you want me to go through these revivals? Until it's graduation time. But we've got a host of revivals that are coming. Um, First of all, uh, Trey is going to be at a youth service at Riverside Missionary Baptist Church. That is this coming Saturday. That's May the 15th, and that's at 2 p.m. Riverside is down east of Cincinnati. Uh, Denny Hunter and our pastor will be at Revival uh, May 13th, 14th, and 15th. So that's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, and that's down at Hebron Missionary Baptist Church, which is east of Columbus. And that's at 7 o'clock in the evening. And then on Saturday, the, the Saturday service is going to be at 11 a.m. So remember that. Go down if you can. Uh, they'll be thrilled to have you if you go down there. And then our pastor is starting revival at Riverside, that same church there in Cincinnati, on uh, May the 17th. And those nightly services will be at 7 o'clock. And then uh, Trey Brock is going to be in revival at Brindle Ridge, uh, which is down in Mount Vernon, Kentucky. And that is May 20th, 21st, and 22nd. And that is 7 o'clock nightly. And that's all we've got on here for now. So we'll announce those again. Appreciate that.
Um, next Sunday is Youth Group Sunday, so that'll just be um, regular ages and times. Um, the younger youth will stay until 3, and then the big kids will stay all day. Um, and we are going to have a get-together at our house tonight, so for any youth or anybody that feels young, wants to come over, and they're done with their Mother's Day activities, you can come over after church tonight. Um, and we're not going to do Pray the Halls this morning since it is Mother's Day. Go have dinner with your mother. Thank the Lord for those uh, announcements. Appreciate the announcers. And uh, I want you to really be praying, praying for those revivals. Uh, there's another revival that wasn't on there uh, that I found out about. Uh, uh, our preaching brother Larry Head will be starting a revival on the 16th at uh, Mount Washington Church down by Louisville. That's where Tim Jones is a pastor. So please pray for that revival too. Pray for a revival for Lima Missionary Baptist Church. I believe there will be one that God's got in store with us before too very long. And uh, let's really be praying. And uh, uh, in just a minute, we'll have a, a dismissal prayer, and uh, our deacons will dismiss the congregation from the back row at a time. And uh, you can go out, and uh, that way we won't be in a big crowd. And, and uh, there's offering plates in the back. If you've got something to put in the offering plates, you can do that as you go out. Also, and, uh, it won't take long, but I'd like to have just a little... Uh, brief meeting with our deacon brothers maybe back in the office uh, after everybody's dismissed won't hold you long but uh, just a couple things I uh, want to mention to you back there and so anything else before we come to a close if you can't make that meeting no offense I mean if, if you've got to go it should be alright okay if nothing else everybody seated stand I'm going to ask brother Russ to pray dismissal